Welcome to episode 261 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I'm Ollie Spake and I'm joined by a parkrunner, Melissa Ellis. How are you? <laughs> Hello, Ollie. I am a real live parkrunner this week. How are you? Yes, how does that feel? Look, I, I'm I'm a, a parkrunner in waiting. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's still someone that loves parkrun just as much, I'm sure, but uh, uh, taking a bit of delight in seeing a few more people get out there and enjoy their parkrun. So doing pretty good, thanks, Mel. And suffice to say, I'm also feeling pretty ugly tonight. Ah, more to talk about on that later, I'm guessing. Mm, But importantly, you rediscovered the act of parkrunning. I did. I did. I had a roadie and a rendezvous. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) At Tuggeranong Parkrun in the ACT. So Wednesday last week, Ollie, we learnt that Parkrun would be returning in the ACT Mm. on the coming Saturday, which was Saturday just gone. And as borders were open to travel into the ACT, I started to think of how I could manage to get there and run one of the three events that I haven't visited. The 700-kilometre drive was daunting. (laughs) But as it had been such a long time since I'd last been able to road trip, I made the decision to do it, finding accommodation close to the event, meaning only a short walk to the start line in the morning. I chose Tuggeranong Parkrun, which is an out-and-back course along Lake Tuggeranong foreshore, and it's relatively flat. Joining me on the adventure were New South Wales adventurers Sam and Luke Schroeder, Chris and Kerry Fraser, fellow Victorians Nadine Crawford and Karen Tindley, and local adventurer Will Barlow. The event at Tuggeranong starts and finishes at the Tuggeranong Town Park. It has parking, toilets, a playground, barbecues, and a sandy beach for those warmer days. And Saturday was not one of those warmer days. <laughs> <laughs> no. However, the, the light drizzle, it, uh, it did nothing to dampen our excitement. It was event 407, and there were 136 participants, very excited participants on the day, which included seven unknowns, three first-timers, and two people recording their second event. Now, I think it's always relevant to mention those people doing their second event because those Canberrans, that's a long time between their first and their second. Yeah, it really is. And they've come back. So that's really good. I was especially happy with my time of 30 minutes 36, which is the fastest time I've recorded since May when I ran a 30-33, and I haven't gone sub-30 since June last year. After the event and a quick change into dry clothes, we headed to Brew Bar Cafe for brunch and actual real park faff, (laughs) (laughs) which went on till midday when I had to begin my long journey home. So it was was a very quick overnighter, a very long way for an Mm. overnighter, but Mm. we do what we have to do. Yes, absolutely. The short nature of my trip meant no time for any sightseeing, but that's okay because I can cover that when I return in the near future. Well, Mel, it's good to hear that you you factored in the sustenance for the trip back, the brunch being, I don't know, just as important as the park run in some cases, particularly with a 700-kilometre drive involved in getting to and from your park run. So 
very good to see. No ice cream, I trust. No, no, no. no. Ice cream doesn't quite fit into my low carb um, <laughs> <laughs> lifestyle. However, oh. um, I have fond memories of rum and raisin in a waffle cone. Mm. I do. It's not in my current life, no. sadly. No, uh, no, but I did have uh, still a very nice brunch, and I was very happy to spend those hours just sitting and chatting with my fellow adventurers and doing what we have missed, which is just talking park run. Yeah, and look, I did see that weather. Uh, well done. I, I trust everyone returned safely, so it was fantastic to see uh, all those smiling faces. I think glistening even more with the uh, yeah with the rain effect. Overlaid. I didn't even notice the rain when I was running. It was actually quite light. Mm. Uh, it still got us wet, so we were still very, you know, squelchy. I had a bit of mud and very wet, soggy runners. Luckily, because I had my car, I had my running kit in the back of the car, ah, so I had yes. a spare dry runners to fish out, which was good. Very good. Yeah, the, the drive home's never as fun as the drive up. The drive up's full of anticipation and excitement. <laughs> yep, yep. Coming home's just like, oh, I'm so over this. <laughs> I just need to get home. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, look, I haven't done the full drive from Melbourne to Canberra. I've certainly done parts of it. But for the uninitiated, it's a fairly, let's say, consistent drive. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a great drive. Look, I don't mind going up and down the Hume. Um, Mm. I find it because it's a double lane the whole way. Yeah. You know, you just can set your uh, cruise control. Mm -hmm. There was still very little traffic. I was quite surprised, actually. I I thought now that the borders are open, it'd be a little busier, but I still found it really quiet on the roads. Yeah. So other than needing to stop for fuel because I can't make the whole distance without refueling twice on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it was fine. It's just a little bit boring when you're on your own and you've got no one to talk to. Yes. I mean, it's great for the podcasts, but um, that's a lot of <laughs> yes. podcast time. Yes. Uh, yes, listening to podcasts until uh-huh. you're, um, well, my new aftershocks went flat, Ollie, because I didn't bring the charger. Ah. And I was going to mention how good they were, actually. Yes. Yeah, well, you can still do that. I mean, I don't think it's fair to hold their battery life against them unless it's particularly (laughs) atrocious. So it was only, you know, a month or so ago that I may have mentioned that I was one of those people that was running with the audio on my phone. Yes. Because I'd lost my ear pods. That's right. That fateful day. Yeah, so I'd lost one at Main Beach and and then I kept dropping the other one because they just don't stay in my ears, those little earpod things, mm, clearly. Mm. Uh, and so the, the one remaining one I kept dropping and then that broke and then I had nothing, so I had no choice. But luckily my usual runs, I'm usually solo and there's nobody anywhere near me, so I just play my podcasts through my phone for the world to hear. But then I was recommended these Aftershocks, which they're sort of a solid band that yeah. wraps around your head and then they sit just in front of your ears. Yep. And somehow the sound gets in. <laughs> yes, I've got something similar, but I've never owned any aftershocks. Yeah. Oh my god, they're perfect. Yes. They're so good for me because they don't have to sit inside my ears. They just sit in place and they're fabulous. I'm so happy with them recommend them to everybody and then of course you know as I'm driving I can have my navigation and my aftershocks paired with my phone so all the directions come 
mm. straight and I can hear them as I drive and then I can listen to my podcast as well and I can hear them over the road noise. So I was really happy, except I forgot to take the charger. So halfway home they went flat <laughs> <laughs> and I had to uh, abandon everything, go back to the old. I would say that's a pretty good battery life uh, if it made it halfway home. So, yeah, kudos to the aftershocks. I think it's really good for the multitasking walker or runner as well, don't you reckon, Mel? Because uh, you can you can have a conversation and have background music all at the same time. So yeah, well, that's one of the benefits of these because they don't actually go in your ears. Mm. Somehow the sound reverberates and you can hear it, but you still got really good sound of like cars or people that are talking to you because your ears aren't blocked. Yeah, well, and that's exactly right. Um, Now, as I'm reminded often by my family, particularly my oldest daughter, I've got tiny ears. Um, (laughs) So the... Yeah, the buds just don't stay in. They're too big for me. Oh, man, that must be my problem. <laughs> I have no idea why they Part don't of the stay in. the small ears club. Yeah, the pixies. <laughs> the pixies. Um, if that works, the pixies might have pointy ears. I don't know. But the solution I've had is very similar. I bought a couple of years ago some of the, the Bose sunglasses that I run oh, with that yeah, have got yeah. the little speakers, one of the very few techie gadget things that I have. And... Um, Absolutely love it because, you know, running on the road, you can hear the traffic nearby if you're about to, you know, come toward an intersection. You, mm. You've you got your wits about you. Um, aftershocks sound brilliant. Apologies to anyone if you're listening and you work for Bose. Uh, I'm on to my huh, fourth pair, I think, because they keep breaking or failing. Um, oh. So there's the downside with them, but absolutely love them otherwise. Okay. Yeah. And they're obviously good for sun glare as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, no good if you're running at night. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I deal with the um, <laughs> the buds falling out of the ears. Mm. Oh, well, you need some aftershocks. Well, that's it. Then I don't have to deal with the humiliation of my eldest daughter rubbing it in every time that the earbud falls out. So thanks, Mel. <laughs> You're welcome. Hello, Hannah, by the way. Yeah. I'm here to please. (laughs) Um, Hi, Hannah. (laughs) Yes. So, Ollie, how was your Saturday morning? Fill us in or your Saturday and Sunday, if you so wish. Yeah. Well, um, look, a little more local than yours, Mel. Um, Surprise, surprise, Saturday morning. uh, mm, Had a run near the marina. Um, (laughs) But I think the highlight for me was Sunday morning. So I'm desperate to try and get a bit more, uh, uh, yeah, a few more Ks in the legs as the half approaches. I'm not too concerned about doing the distance, just about breaking. Mm. So, yeah, trying to get a bit of discipline behind that. And um, thank you to Beck. So I went out and joined up with Beck. She did 10 Ks and I managed a bit longer. Uh, but the highlight, Mel, was Banksia Avenue, not Park Run. Uh-huh. So uh, I've done parts of the Knot Park Run before. Um, true to style, I absolutely butchered it. I mean, I did an out and back in reverse, if that makes any sense. But got the photo at the sign and uh, enjoyed all the sights. And I think it's a really nice course, Mel. I think that the part of the course that I hadn't explored before was this beautiful sort of undulating grassy area behind the houses. And, uh yeah. Excellent course. That's good, Ollie. I hope you're memorising it for when I visit. <laughs> That's right. Yes. No, it's fully committed to memory. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we look forward to it. 
including that, um, what's the bridge called? The Windang Bridge. The Windang Bridge. Yes. Oh, how could I forget? The Windang yeah. Bridge and the Morning Light. If I'm coming to Wollongong, I want the whole mm. experience. Oh, it's not Wollongong. It's Shell Harbour. Oh, it's Shell. Oh, what do you call the area? It's Shell Harbour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can get away with calling it either. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Windang Bridge is undergoing a bit of a facial uplift at the moment uh, with some new railing. So I hope we can get a cross smell. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Suspense. <laughs> Don't tell me. Yes. But that was my weekend. Fairly low key. I'm hoping for some park running before too, too long. But obviously, as a New South Wales based park runner, prepping for December. Yes. Exciting. 18th is still the date? Yes. Well, I mean, uh, that's actually, uh, that's our news, isn't it? I think so. Would yes. you like to share the news that we heard just this last week from Parkrun Australia? Yes, the real HQ. Yeah, so Parkrun Australia's update did, of course, advise everyone uh, for the states that hadn't been park running. Uh, what was the latest status? Um, so reading off their blog, uh, the ACT, of course, this week we welcomed back our events in the ACT and all participants are strongly encouraged to check in uh, via the check-in CBR or Canberra app and follow local guidelines when travelling to the event. The update goes on. New South Wales. The recent delay to the lifting of restrictions in New South Wales means we are now targeting reopening events across the state on Saturday, 18 December. As such, we will continue to work closely with event teams, ambassadors and landowners and will provide a further update to confirm the reopening nearer the time. Fingers crossed, Mel. Mm. And Victoria. Today we wrote to the Victorian government seeking clarification of our classification, an important step that would allow us to return events across the state almost immediately. Although some restrictions mean that we are not able to be open everywhere across the country at the moment, and in some instances we have no clarity on when it might be that we can return, we are confident that the situation is improving. Thank you, as always, for your continued support. And thank you to the Parkrun Australia team for everything that they're doing in that respect. Yes, I believe they're working very hard every day behind the scenes. Parkrunners won't necessarily know that, but have no doubt that they are working really hard to get all the events back as quickly as they can. Yes, yes. So huge excitement for our ACT-based Can uh, Can uh Parkrunners. Um and very excited, obviously, from my neck of the woods, Mel, but uh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed for you guys over yes. there in Victoria. Just sad that I booked for the initial <laughs> return to come up to New South Wales and then they put it back for two weeks. But no harm, no foul. I'll still come. I'll still, I'm still going to come down and uh, visit friends and experience some local notties. Yes, some of the true highlights of the area. Hmm. And maybe some theatre, local theatre. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. So we have some particularly good theatre in the region. But, okay, recapping a few things from last week, Ollie. Mm. In the Streak to New Year's Day group, we had Barbara Doby 
matching her shirt colour in her knotties. Now, did you see any of these? Because she's doing a really good job with this. I haven't seen all of them, and I apologise, Barbara, but (laughs) what an effort. So the first one I noticed was uh, she was wearing her, I think her purple, maybe a volunteer shirt, and she was blending in with the local jacaranda dress. (laughs) And then I saw her in blue blending in with some bridges and such, and then she had yellow and then lime green, I think. She's been doing a brilliant job creating her own interest for her not park runs. Yeah, that's fantastic. Then we had Alison this week, Ollie. She she ran to work. Yes. She incorporated her knotty in her run to work and a beautiful photo of the view from behind her workplace as well that she posted in the group. Mm, mm. Another point of interest, Bruce mentioned that he received his first not park run results email. Now, mm. this is interesting because – I have received them on and off over the, I guess, the pandemic, over the time that we've had not park runs. But I, I had noticed early on that it's a bit intermittent, that mm. I don't necessarily get the not park run results email every week. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'd taken that to be, I suppose, reflective of my not park running efforts. I try harder, I get an email, I try a bit less. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I wonder, and I, and I did think – you know, what's the trigger to get that results email? Like is there a certain amount of noddies that you have to do in a week before you receive it? Is it just if somebody at HQ decides or remembers to send them out for the week or? <laughs> Powered by attendance at those special not parkrun events. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if anybody knows the answer to that. That could enlighten us. Hmm. Because it's a not a definite thing. Now, clearly, Bruce has been doing all of streaky September. He's been doing not park runs. So for him to get his first one just now, you know. Maybe it can't keep up with you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's working as fast as it can. Yeah, it's not like he forgot his barcode, is it? Yeah, that's right. Hmm, mm. So that's interesting. And we had Patrick Schmitzek. Is that right? Patrick Shimitzek. That's right. Shimitzek. He did a noddy at the creek. <laughs> and um, I liked how he called Toolan Creek the creek. I'm going to adopt that. Thank you, Patrick. The creek. Yep. He was at the creek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was at the creek with Cecil. So thank you for visiting, Patrick. And we had a bit of a go at Patrick the other day in the Facebook post. That was just good natured. (laughs) (laughs) That was just an excuse to put a social media post up. Uh, Nothing mean intended there, Patrick. We just had a little dig that he was listed but hadn't attached himself to the adventurers group, which I believe he has now done. So even though it wasn't meant to, it uh, had the desired result. (laughs) (laughs) And he also had some more Strava art this week, Ollie. Did you see that? Oh, Fine Strava art. It was uh, – I, I just the, – the mind boggles at the efforts, uh, but the tutu was fantastic. I think he tagged Tracy in that. Yes, so aptly, yes. whether that was a direct request from Tracy, I'm not quite sure, <laughs> or he just uh, took it upon himself to create that for her. Yes, yes, that's right. No, well done. And – Well done, everyone, keeping the streak alive. Um, I feel a long way off the pace, but it's always a motivator to see everyone's efforts. Keep up the good work. 
I do have to say my streak ended a little while back. I didn't make it public. <laughs> but That's okay. Yeah. You, will you pick it up again, do you think, Mel? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's not a priority at the moment. Yep. I have lost a little bit of enthusiasm, I will admit, for my ultra. Yep. But I know I've got 100 days to complete this ultra, the same one that Tok recently completed, although I'm not doing the Sydney to Melbourne like him. I'm doing Mildura to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit of a calculation yesterday. I think I'm up to day like, I don't know, 52 or something out of 100 days I've got. So I did the little calculation to see what I had to average per day to maintain and finish within the 100 days. I think I need to do like 3.6 or something like that. Okay. So still within reach. And yes. I'm plugging along, but, yeah, life has got a little bit um, more complicated recently. So <laughs> you, sometimes you just have to cut some things away and focus on the important stuff. That's right. Look forward to it re-entering uh, when the time is right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to put in some big efforts on the weekend or something. Well, hopefully hopefully the weather's fine. It's been a bit of a, a shocker in our part of the world. I mean, you, you park run in it, but, uh, yeah, hopefully that weather has passed. I drove to Canberra in it. It rained mm. the whole way. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh but there's also been lots of pictures and posts, Ollie, of ugly Christmas singlet and shirts and crook books turning up in mailboxes. Yes, that's right. I've got one in front of me and one on me. And uh, Same. <laughs> has it We're a guess twins. which one's which. <laughs> Excellent. My yes. ugly Christmas singlet turned up today in the yep. post and my crook book was waiting for me when I returned from Canberra. Ah, uh, that's excellent. No, I'm I'm looking forward to a good solid read of the crookbook, and I should say on every Saturday, uh, <laughs> the story of Park Run in Australia by David Crook, careful uh, known as as the crookbook, but it's it's a fantastic effort and well done, David. You know, it's been just a delight to see it coming together, and now to see it in print is is very exciting. And um, on the singlet, Mel. I don't think my children have taken to the idea of me dropping them off at school in it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I did post to Hannah that she could wear hers and we could go for coffee in the morning. Come on, Hannah, get on board. Slightly less repulsion there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, I don't think it looks ugly, but mm, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm just missing the perspective. It sounds like it's tremendously ugly. Well, Going back to the Bugolli, I, I got to admit, I just opened it up and scanned for my photo. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who might be interested, if you turn to page 260, oh, hang on, 268. Yes. You'll find me. And, and I don't know whether your hand inside that massive high five glove extends to page 269, but. Uh, it does. Yes. <laughs> it does, Ollie. I'm a centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> My live stream is <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a bit far, isn't it? But it's very exciting. So that photo was taken when I was at Shell Harbour. That's right. On the beach during yes. the event at Shell Harbour. Yes, with one of our lovely volunteers, Sue, there. So there are some brilliant images in there, Mel, and you're quite right. You're a feature. I was a bit excited. <laughs> Thanks very much to David for that. Yes. Oh, but... It's an absolute delight to be 
taking in some parkrun excitement, Mel. Uh, it's filling my bucket given uh, I wasn't out there in the rain filling it with parkrun and for real life. But I, I suppose it's time we caught up with some of our other parkrunners who have been out there getting out amongst it. Uh, we've got some roving reports, Mel, so uh, let's have a listen. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy and Atutu, and I've ditched the L plates, and I'll put my parkrun podcast P plates on and headed out to Zilmia. Okay, I have done this event before, but I haven't done the new course, um, so I'm wanting to see what's different about it. Okay, I'm here seeing the flags. Let's see who I can find. Okay, and I found some tourists, and they've travelled an awfully long way, I believe. Guy, where are you from? Right now I'm running at Chermside mostly, 2,000 metres down the road probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I haven't been able to find any uh, further away visitors, so what made you come to the Z this morning? It's time for a change and mm-hmm. and I don't have a Z and we're really lucky to have a, a Z in our mm. neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, have you been part of Parkrun for a while? Yeah, yeah. So, um, see, I started running in 2017, I think. Yes. Um, so I've done about 260-odd. Awesome. Only wearing my 50 shirt because then if I'm really slow at a new park, <laughs> nobody holds it against me. <laughs> and, and do you volunteer as well, Peter? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What's your favourite uh, role? Favourite role? I like to do photographer. Yes. Because yeah. it's nice when everyone comes and smiles and waves. It's the best thing. It is the best thing. I love it. Yeah. And, and also, even when I'm, you know, at the end of the race, um, sorry, at the end of the run at, at Chermsay, I often go and park myself down the path and clap everyone in. Mm. It is so beautiful to see the look on everyone's faces yeah. as they're getting within sight of the finish line. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. Well, I think we're about to start in a minute, guys. So thank you for chatting with me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> Okay, I'm now out on the course. I have found Cameron and Charlie. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Right. Now, Cameron, you told me that you've done this course before. Yes. About how many times? Uh, I think about 63 about over 50. Right. And you were also telling me about how the course has changed. Could you t- um, tell the viewers how that's changed? Yeah, so we used to do two laps around the soccer field and then we used to go over a bridge and do the course we are doing now. Yes. But then they decided to change it because of the soccer fields to just this two times. Right. So this being uh, two laps around the oval, is it? Two is laps that what around we the outer ovals. Right. Oh, okay. And do you find this is better? Um, sometimes no, sometimes yes, because we had the club to rest at, at after and before the park run. So, yeah, it was good. Hmm. But it is a very long park. It feels longer now. And do you two to other park runs at all? Uh, we've done one. We've done, I think, Sandgate before. Yes. And because it was on concrete, it really did not go good on our feet. And what about you, Charlie? How many park runs have you done, mate? Uh, I think about... Okay, and is this the one you've been coming to the most? No, this is the first time. First time is well done. Important question, did you bring your barcode? No. Your mum's got it? Yeah. No, Um, I'm with my dad. Oh, with dad. That's all right then. 
Okay, well that's great. My mum printed out a barcode for me. Oh, she's a good mum. All right, well thank you gentlemen, let's get going. Yep. Now we're standing with Peter, I've just done the course. Peter, who's the run director today, Peter, how did it all go? Oh, it went pretty well today. I think we had about 40 runners. Yeah. Um, everyone seems pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. Now, Beautiful day. Yeah, people were remarking it's a much nicer course, um, you know, because it's all on the grass and, you, you know, you can wander around and you see people on the other side. Would you, you agree with that? Yeah, it makes a nice change from the concrete paths. Plenty mm. of space. It's um, really good for dogs Yeah. as well. A bit harder work on the feet, but um, easier on the joints. Yeah. And how long have you been run directing here, Peter? Uh, just since this year, so mm-hmm. since about February. Yep, yeah, good on you. Um, so you've, you'd have a few volley credits up? Oh, not that many. I'm only up to about 40. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't really get into this till I'd done my 250 runs uh, regular. So. Yeah. Well, well, good on you for um, helping today, and thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, for, thank you. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. It's good, good to give, give some back. Yeah, good on you. Thank you. Okay, it's Tracy Natutu checking out from Zilmere Park Run. Nice little community too. Uh, great little park run here. I really like the new course. Anyway, I'm off in search of coffee. Have a good day, everyone. See you on the B side. Bye. Hello, park run adventurers. This is Karen Hamilton reporting in. I am from Shell Harbour Park Run, but I am not there because, well, we're not back yet, um, like the rest of New South Wales. But I do have an adventure on this weekend. To tell the backstory, I have been training for the last 16 weeks for a marathon, which is not on because, of course, it isn't. Um, But I finished the training program anyway, and I'm going to run the distance anyway because I'm not necessarily sensible in my decisions. And, yeah, we have a little bit of a story to tell with this one. Me and my boyfriend, Ralph, one of our favourite places to run is Canberra. So, yeah, a couple of weeks ago we decided we were going to map a route around the lake in Canberra, which we've done before for a marathon distance. Nice place to run. And so we've just arrived at Canberra today. And wouldn't you know it, they've brought Parkrun back in Canberra, just in time for us to get here. So we're modifying the course slightly. And we're going to show up at Burley Griffin Parkrun tomorrow, hopefully um, at around about kilometre 16 on our way around the lake. And we're going to throw a Parkrun in just because we can. So I'll report in again tomorrow when we're on our way. It is supposed to be raining and not very warm and probably a bit windy. Check in again tomorrow. Good morning, adventurers. It is just before 6 a.m. We've just stepped outside the hotel room. It is raining and it is indeed not very warm. The weather radar shows a nice big blob over Canberra, which isn't going away anytime soon. So (sighs) it's going to be fun. Just going to make a start now. As I said, we hope to get about 17 or so k's in before we get to Burley Griffin. We'll probably run around the park a little bit before they start and um, yeah, get ourselves a park run in the wet <laughs> and then finish a marathon. So, yep, we're on our way now. I'll check in again once we get to Burley Griffin. Hello again, adventurers. We're just approaching 15k. We have entered the parkrun course. I've just passed the turnaround cones at the far end. And um, yeah, so Lake Burley Griffin Parkrun, which is on Lake Burley Griffin, hence the name. I have done this one a couple of times before on visits to uh, Canberra. I'll give a full report at the end of the run. And I just thought I'd give a little bit of context as to why we're doing this. Not that it's any particularly inspiring story, it's just more that 
I uh, had dialed in a training program and, you know, I hate to waste the good fitness, but uh, the training program was supposed to be for the Karkor Cup Marathon, which is uh, Karkor, a little town kind of out in a westish fashion from Sydney, um, or from the coast rather, in the vicinity of Orange and Bathurst, that kind of area. Um, they've got a lovely little marathon there, not that I've actually had a chance to do it, because I did the same thing last year, <laughs> and trained for the marathon, which then didn't happen. So, this is actually round two of, damn it, let's run a, a marathon somewhere nice, just, you know, because we can. And so this is actually the second time we've done this lap of the lake instead of the Karkor Cup Marathon. So we were here this time last year doing the same thing. I love Canberra. It's a really, really nice place to be a runner. The lake is a lovely place to run. There's good trails. Seven park runs, of which I've done five. So I have hit up Early Griffin before, as I said. Uh, Tuggeranong, Jinadera, Coombs, and what was the other one we've done? Anyway, <laughs> we've done five of the seven, and they're all lovely. The ones that I've done have all been flat. Um, I've heard that Ainsley is not, so that's something to look forward to on a next visit. I would prefer to do Gungalan or Ainsley today, seeing as we haven't done it yet, but doing Burley Griffin involved the least change to the marathon course we'd already picked out. So yeah, we're just approaching the start line. We're getting the experience. So yeah, I will, um, where are we up to? 15 and a half. We'll be there a little bit early. So we'll just kind of run around until they start. Early is better than late. Ralph has the designated barcode holder. Can you confirm we have our barcodes? Can confirm. Barcodes are safe. We'll get a time. Righto. I will check in again after the park run. Damn it. The, um, yeah, the fifth park run that we've done in Canberra was of course Waggy Bridge. Just mental blank there, which is annoying because that was actually probably the favourite one I've done so far. Sorry for forgetting you, Waggy Bridge. I promise we still love you. And my previous statement about the ones being flat, not entirely true. Waggy Bridge was, um, it wasn't brutal. <laughs> it was undulating. It wasn't flat, anyway. All right, this time I really will check back in after the park run's finished. Hello again, park runners. Burley Griffin park run successfully completed. I'm just having a quick walk break now. Um, spent most of the park run battling a um, fairly savage stitch, which is not the way I like to spend my park runs, but anyway, stitchy park runs better than no park run. Um, yeah, so while I'm just walking that out, I'll do a quick report on Burley Griffin park run. Uh, Burley Griffin Parkrun, as the name suggests, is on the shore of the lake. Um, I've been here three times now in uh, different seasons. Once I've done it really hot, once I've done it in July, it was two degrees, um, and today it's about nine or ten degrees and um, brisk and rainy, so 
that's just a factor of being in Canberra, I guess. You can get whatever as far as the climate wants to throw at you. Um, lovely course. Not quite flat, but not exactly hilly. Just gently rolling. Um, all on bike path. A really nice surface. Beautiful surroundings. The uh, typical Canberra feeling of, you know, the biggest bush town in Australia. As I said in my earlier one, we've seen kangaroos. There weren't any on the Burley Griffin course before, but I have seen them there on other days. Everything's very green today because it's been raining a lot as well. So lovely, even though the weather is a little bit not quite nice. Although the forecast did actually say it was supposed to turn rubbish, proper rubbish from eight o'clock. So, you know, it hasn't started to belt down yet. And I just assume it didn't because um, we've still got a bit to go. <laughs> um, there is water nearby, there are toilets nearby, there's lots of parking, um, there's a children's playground and um, and some small attractions, tourist attractions nearby for kids and families, so it's a really good family-friendly park run. There is um, the ability to bring your prams, this would be a good one for a, for a buggy run. Um, really like this park run. As I said, I've done it three times and probably won't be the last time. Reporting on our particular race, we've now passed uh, 25 k's. So as I said, still got a bit to go. Um, hopefully the stitch doesn't come back because, you know, I'd rather it didn't. Um, I've just had a little bit to eat and um, yeah, I'll see how I feel continuing to run. Um, I'll probably check in one more time before the end. I might not sound quite so chirpy. We'll see how I go. <laughs> All right, talk soon. Hey, Parkrun Adventurers, it's over, I'm done. 42.2 on the clock. Uh, that was pretty ugly, actually. Uh, about a little bit shy of four hours 50, which I had to put walk breaks in. I was just not, I think I may have not eaten enough or I don't know, just not my day. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm done. We've done our tourist loop of the lake. We've seen a bunch of the landmarks. Uh, where are we now? Outside the Australian Federal Police. Police. There we go. There's nothing to see here, officers. That's so stupid. I don't even like marathons. Oh, how far have we got to go back to the hotel? Uh, three or four K. Three? No. <laughs> so five hundred metres. Okay. It's a short walk back to the hotel, but everything actually went quite well in the end. Um, we got our park run in. The results email came in a short while ago, so yay, park run! We've missed you. Got me marathon. Even if it was a bit of an ugly one, it's done. And it actually didn't even rain on us. Park run, weather fairies, or just whatever good fortune in the end uh, good conditions good course I'll, I'll be all right in a minute just gotta recover first all right that's me signing off for today have a good weekend park runners those of you who got to park run hope you had a good time those of you who didn't hope you had a good time anyway we'll see you all back really soon thank you bye bye And thank you to Tracy from Zilmere Take Two, or AKA the new Zilmere course, uh, one that I haven't been to yet, only old Zilmere. <laughs> and Karen, well done. 
So Mel Karen there was running the uh, the virtual alternative self created of what would have been I believe the Carcor Cup, which is a, a running event once again cancelled due to COVID. And um, how's about that timing it in with Parkrun in the ACT? I know. Well done, Karen. I and I did comment on her post. I love running around Belly Griffin. I've been up there around the September time of year for a couple of years ago and have incorporated a lap of Belly Griffin as my own marathon training. So I can fully understand why she chose to run there because it's a beautiful run. I'm very fond of Canberra, I have to say. Yes, yeah. So many park runs I haven't tried there. And the um, fact that park run came back and that fell into place for Karen, I mean, that's perfect. Very excited (laughs) about that. Some epic planning involved in that marathon and, uh, yeah, uh, amazing to see that it was just a tiny tweak, uh, if anything, that was needed to time that in. So, yes, uh, those guys don't miss a beat and uh, what a run. I'm sure they're already planning for a Carcors uh, Running Festival next year, which I believe is in the uh, last weekend of October for anyone that's planning it. She's a true adventurer. Well and truly, Mel. But I believe, uh, speaking of adventurers, we've got some mail from some of our other adventurers. You've got mail. We do, Ollie. We heard from Peter Pullman. He said, So, I wonder how many people have accessed citystriders.com after your mention last week. And Peter shared with us a photo showing that he has completed 100% of Waratah and 100% of Georgetown in New South Wales. (sighs) So I thought it's probably best after we fumbled through explaining City Strides (laughs) last week. It's actually City Strides, not City Striders, Mm. which I probably said incorrectly. Um, The website is www.citystrides.com. It can connect to your Strava or your Garmin or a couple of other platforms, I do believe, to update a history of all the streets I think you've ever run that those platforms contain. Oh, bonus. Yeah, so I actually, I think I've signed up to it previously, Ollie, but I jumped back into it again to check out, you know, what my percentages were for my current area and my previous area over on the other side of town. So, yeah, I'll be one of those people that has access City Strides. What about you? Did you check it out? I have not checked it out. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm rather excited about this. Um, I'm especially excited by the fact that it recognises prior running, prior learning. <laughs> <laughs> Won't help you for the marina. Yes, yes, that's right. I wonder what it recognises there. Mm. Mm. Get on mm. to it, Ollie. All right. Noted. I will, uh, I'll have to get back to you, Mel. But I think there's definitely um, evidence in the Street to News Day group that everybody is getting on board with this platform as another way to distract ourselves while we've got no park runs. So you think the concentration is particularly in those states and, well, you know, other other nations potentially um, that are not enjoying their park run right now? Yeah, I'm guessing. Mm. <laughs> okay, we'll see. I look forward to hearing. Um, speaking of someone who was looking forward to hearing, Dazza, <laughs> Dazza didn't go on tour, uh, mm. but 
still got in a bit of fun. So Hokey Pokey Ice Cream, that's Daz's flavour of choice. And as, as Daz's post shared, Mel had promised or has promised to bring him home some Ben and Jerry's to cover her guilt and abandoning him again this week. But when there's a whiff of a road trip in the air, what adventures did you get up to this weekend? And do you have a strange urge for a walk along the pier with two scoops of rum and raisin in a waffle cone? And we heard, firstly, from Alison King. I will run for ice cream. Mine's a double scoop boysenberry ripple with cookies and cream, please, Dazza. Ran a naughty Frito on the Paringa course today. Was wet but warm. It's been 13 weeks without park run in New Zealand. And Alison shared a lovely photo of the beach where somebody had created a smile. Yes. And we heard from Tracy Wood. I'll have a lemon sorbet gelato, please, Dezza. I was out tail walking with a trolley and a troll at Zilmia Park Run this morning. Tracy in a tutu with a trolley and a troll. <laughs> There's an alliteration. Tail walking. Yes. Good grief. <laughs> and Greta Wilkinson, definitely hokey pokey. In a cup, please, Dazza. Tail walking at the beautiful Avenues Park Run this morning. And the light shot, Mel. Yes. I know, and I did note when I saw that photo that Greta posted that the Avenues is very reminiscent of one of the Victorian park runs that we have, and I'll be interested for talk to confirm this, mm. that Bannockburn Bush looks very similar uh-huh. to the Avenues. But in saying that, Bannockburn is a flat course. Mm. So if you want all the beauty of the avenues and not the elevation, (laughs) come to Victoria. (laughs) We also heard from Ingrid Botha. Vanilla ice cream for me, Dazza, with Nutella. And pancakes, of course. Logged and noddy for Toolan Creek, and it looks like I was in good company with a few names I recognised. And we might have more to say about that later. (laughs) And Sam Schroeder. Sorry you had to stay home, Dazza. I hope Mel bought you home some cookies and cream. I'm a peppermint choc chip girl and Luke will have Jaffa, please. We had the best adventure in Tuggeranong, a real park run. Sounds like it was a good day. Christine Imbert, just about to get an ice cream. It's obligatory when one goes to the beach, isn't it? Tail walked at Seaford Beach Park Run and then walked the course again. Freedom Run and Naughty combined. And thank you for the photos there, Christine. That looked delicious, uh, beach and ice cream. Janet Reed also checked in. Hi, Dazza. Salted caramel ice cream for me, please. Today we celebrated Jeff's 250th park run aboard the mothership Lockheel. Lots of laughter, coffee, chips and wine. <laughs> Today my heart overflowed with gratitude and love to have him reach this milestone. Looking forward to this week's pod to hear about Melissa's adventure. And where was Ollie? Was he at the park run that shall not be mentioned? Or was he at Bass Point or the marina? Hope Paul and Zoe took good care of you, Dazza. Oh, and congratulations, Jeff, on your 250th. I'm loving hearing everybody's um, ice cream preferences, Ollie. Yes, I think Dazza certainly struck a chord. Speaking of whom, the Bailey shot weighed in. Rebecca Bailey, hokey pokey, the Kiwi specialty, yum. 
Good choice, Dazza. Spent the whole morning starting to pack for the next month at work that I forgot about the knotties. Waited for a break in the rain and headed out for an afternoon streak to the bridge. I'm glad that the New Zealand hokey pokey ice cream was appreciated. Yeah, they don't miss a trick. Tanya Bailey. Walked to the lookout at White's Bay in Marlborough. Bit of a hike, but worth it for the view. And our final Bailey shot for the week, Brett Bailey. Gold rush for me. That's chocolate-covered hokey pokey in caramel ice cream. That's an aside. Yum. Um, <laughs> Learning a lot about <laughs> ice cream, aren't we? Yes. Did my naughty at Pocketeer, a.k.a. White's Bay, near Rarangi Beach. Steep bush track with views out to Cook Strait and Wellington on a good day. Track was muddy after heavy overnight rain. Good pronunciation, Ollie. <laughs> I may have had training, so apologies to my trainer <laughs> if I've messed that up. Claire Stutchbury, 100th Aussie event, the Aussie Cow, at Cleveland this morning. Yay! <laughs> William Barlow, it's Mel. Who's watching the palace? And <laughs> Will shared a video of me at Tugrenong crossing the finish line with Chris Fraser. And, yes, Paul and Zoe were at home with Dazza taking good care of the palace. Mandy Oliver. A friend and I were both doing our 200th park run, our 100th at Surface Paradise park run. There were also another two people doing their 200th, so I guess that makes it a double... Double, double ton. Our theme was pairs, doubles, twos. <laughs> and the photo was of Mandy and her friend dressed as shoes. Spectacular. Above and beyond. <laughs> Bruce Purdy. I said, show me your uglies. And there was every single year, 2018 until now. So great to catch up with other adventurers today at the Not Park Run with the coolest name, hashtag Wallaby Track Park Run. And the photo was of a tinsel. Yes, what an effort. You looked horrendously beautiful, everyone. I love seeing those. It never gets old, the Christmas singlet. And I noticed that photo was also shared on the International Ugly Christmas Singlet and Shirt Day Facebook page. It's getting closer, Mel. It's getting closer. Uh-huh. Also at a real-life park run, Nadine Crawford oozed excitement all over Tuggeranong Parkrun today, a Friday road trip with my adventurer buddy Karen to pick up my first parkrun in ACT, my best time in five years, a Wilson Index number, a top 10 female finish, and most importantly, my first parkrun since early July. Almost got the, the uh, drum roll there. Oh, yeah, that's Chico. <laughs> I'll have to leave that in now. <laughs> Thanks, Chico. Um, we'll, we'll work on that for next week. Uh, <laughs> so great to be among it and to meet some adventurers in the flesh and to finally get a scan. Best morning in ages. And I just say, Nadine, she is looking fabulous and is one of those people that's got fitter over lockdown, unlike me, <laughs> and she's running amazing times and looking fabulous. And it was great to catch up with you, Nadine. Yes. Thanks for all the motivation out there and uh, great to see you enjoying it again. Uh, Val Warwick also checked in. Late into Dazzers today because Steve and I have had the most wonderful morning catching up with Andrew and Cassie, who are visiting from WA. 
fairly new Tasmanians and former sand gropers, Danielle and Peter, also came to Kate Reed Parkrun. So the walking and talking was extra enjoyable. After Parkrun, we had our coffee, etc., at the markets where we met up with Teresa from Champion Lakes, who, as ED, when we were tourists there, remembered me. Got to love the Parkrun community. By the way, Dazza, you can't beat the ice cream from Tim Boone when you parkrun there, and their blue cheese ice cream is the best. Tim Boone is very well known for their ice cream. Uh, when we went there, it actually wasn't open, so we need to go back. But also, Ollie, just to note, mm. Andrew and Cassie, who Val refers to, yes, Cassie is a dirty cheater. Excellent. Mm-hmm. The connections continue. Visiting from WA, yes. Uh. No, Tassie's the place to be, as well as the ACT, I suppose. <laughs> and Zilmi. Uh, but I digress. Look, someone who wasn't missing a beat, Chris Fraser. I didn't wait for the Saturday post. Hopefully Friday night still counts. And he went on to add, exactly five months since my last post park run sausage roll. Way too long. Yes, so there was a photo of the sausage roll, mm-hmm. but there was also a photo of like an ice cream sundae which I think was purchased en route to Tugrenong on the Friday night. Mixing it up. Mm. But, Chris, I think you're out of practice. We don't have a rating. (laughs) (laughs) One job. (laughs) Uh, uh, Greg Garner volunteered for the 50th time and completed 50 Victory Heights trail park runs this morning at its third birthday. And um, congratulations and a big thank you, Greg, for all of your volunteering. Well done. It's all lining up for Greg. Yes. That's a mighty effort. Well and truly. Uh, There's a couple of red shirts there. Bernadette Bennett crossed over to the dark side and gate crashed the Pullman Detour 2298. Salted caramel, please, Dazza. I love seeing when our parkrun adventurers um, interact. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Yes. Jodie Maisie, lovely morning doing a not parkrun at Wallaby Track and lovely breakfast with Bruce, Brendan, Dawn, Irene, Path and Chantel. Tony O'Connell, another lap of the coast. Soon, Vic, soon, I wish Toc could have joined us on our trip too. Mm. Maybe next time. Path Bomacanti. One day late, but here it is. Had an amazing not park run with friends at Wallaby Track Park Run course on Saturday. Here we are at In Exterior Cafe, the traditional Ballarat hangout, enjoying a well-earned coffee and brunch. Oh, and Melissa, in answer to your question on the pod, Gordon's Cafe had been around for longer than 29 years in a little laneway off Burke Street in the CBD. But the current owner has been the owner-manager for 29 years. Wow, that's fantastic. That is really good. I'll have to go and check it out. Oh, okay. We can do that. (laughs) Sounds like a plan, Ollie. Yes. Sounds like I need to go there in exterior. Pippa White. Hey, Dezza, much less travelling this week and three times as exhausted. (laughs) Beacon Park Run meeting other book run runners. The launch event of Eileen Jones' book from the northwest of the UK and Fellfoot Park Run to Bushy. Also met Paul Sutton Hewitt for the first time. Coffee and cake, please. Oh my goodness, Pippa, you met PSH. Yes. Just she just dropped <laughs> that in there. 
By the way, oh, wow. Yes, uh, Pippa, I don't think there's any such thing as a quiet week for you this week. Uh, well done. That's some, uh, that's some fantastic tourism. Wow. She's had a big couple of weeks. Yes. Yes. Well learned, coffee and cake. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also checking into Dazza's, uh, our own Lyndall Murray. My park run this week, static, I failed to check the event page for cancellations and turned up to Nathan Road to find it cancelled due to the wet weather we'd had during the week. Definitely need a double scoop to make up for that. Oh, Lyndall. Ouch. That's the worst. Sorry, Lyndall. Um, Hashtag not so legendary. <laughs> oh no, that's a bit mean. No, I take that back. That's not a reference to Lindell. That's just uh, that's the situation. Um, yeah, that that's that's got to hurt. But uh, oh, look, I'd say a double scoop is uh, usually something that brings a smile back to my face. So hopefully it worked, Lindell. Triple. Yeah, triple. I'm going yep. a triple. I'm all for a triple. Mm. Uh, though I never know what to what to make the third flavor. I, I don't think. Have I asked you what your flavor of choice is, Mel, or have I just completely missed it? Oh well, see, here's the thing. So back in my pre low carb days, mm-hmm. I was a rum and raisin girl. Okay, yes, rum yep. and raisin in a waffle cone. Hence, mm. hence Daz's reference in this week's post. Yes, yeah. Uh, if I was to fall off the low carb <laughs> wagon. Yep. <laughs> and be tempted by an ice cream, 100% rub and raisin. Not wishing that upon you or anything. No, no. But, uh, 100% rub and raisin. What mm, about you? Um, I've always gone the gelato. I don't know whether that was because I just enjoyed it several times a day when we were uh, honeymooning in Europe uh, way back when. But, uh, oh, okay. Certainly Steady contributed. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, um, chunky as possible chocolate with coconut. Oh, okay. Yes. Very good. Is there a nice ice creamery in the new uh, marina? I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even set that up. Please tell. Yeah, look, it's um, aptly named Bliss. Mm. And uh, it's been far too long for me. So now that you mention it, I know where I'm going tomorrow afternoon. Okay, so <laughs> when I visit... Can we add that to the calendar? I need to go and fall off the low-carb wagon, have rum and raisin at Bliss. <laughs> yeah, throw in a sausage roll as well. <laughs> oh, steady on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, plans are afoot. Excellent. Excellent. It's sounding like fun. Um, something else I wanted to bring up with you, Ollie, and I haven't, we, haven't, we haven't discussed this previously, so I'm throwing this in there. Okay. After last week's pod, when we had some like really top-notch post-sat dazzers about mm. some amazing adventures, I thought we need to have an award. Mm. We need to, you know, have some kind of yeah weekly award for the best parkrun experience. You know, I was like, going to say what? Yeah, yeah. You know how we have the Logies in Australia? Yep. We have yep. the Logies. Mm. Um, my local radio station, once a week, they will award a Melby Award mm. for somebody who's done something quite amazing in Melbourne, hence it's called a Melby. Um, I thought, we need that for the pod. I think that's a great idea. Uh, that challenges my decision-making capabilities, <laughs> uh, being that I've got none. Um, so what are you thinking? Something like the, the Dazzler? Oh, yeah. Being linked to Dazza. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, have, what have we got? 
Uh, There's nothing uh, we can really give, mind you. Um, oh no, it's but, yeah. it's all just status. <laughs> it's yes. just it's just the prestige of winning it, Ollie. Yes, it, it, it's not an actual you know monetary or any kind of official statuette. It's just the privilege of being yes. awarded for the week. Fr- free entry to your next park run. <laughs> I mean, it could be the Parky Award. Yes. It could be the Abbey Award. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Maybe mm. maybe people could offer suggestions of what we could name it. Excellent. Please feel free to message us or comment in one of our posts and offer a suggestion as what our weekly award could be called. Mm. Okay. Oh. If you were to award one this week, Ollie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to award one this week, well, that's a really tricky one, Mel. Um, I mean, we've got we've got two hundreds. We've got what was it? Double, double, double. I think that's all the tons. We've got the two fifty from Jeff. Um, we've got a quiet little catch up with PSH from Pippa, uh, and we've got Chris Fraser having sausage rolls again. Just to name a few. Perhaps mm. this is something we need to discuss prior to recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll refrain from awarding it this week. We'll wait and get some feedback on what we might name our weekly award and then we can make a decision prior to our recording each week as to who's the winner. That's right. And if we can't decide, we'll ask Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could be the third umpire. That's right. We can definitely dress. I can dress him up in a cricket theme to be a third umpire, no problem. Excellent. All righty. So that leads us now, Ollie, to throw to the informant. I believe this week we have the OG, Base Trousers himself, informant. Let's see what he has to say this week. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. More international post-COVID records this week. The total number of runs held, number of participants, junior 10 milestones and 50 milestones. There were 213 runs held in Australia, up three on last week. Helped out by the return of the ACT. This was out of 1,508 worldwide across 18 countries. There were six launches, one in Canada, one in Germany, one in Japan, and three in the United Kingdom. Aussie attendance was up by 2,581 to 21,147 out of 185,385 worldwide which is up 8,366 on last week. Down under we had 2,316 PBs, while 728 people participated for the first time. 46 juniors reached the junior 10 milestone, 87 people reached their 50 milestone, 70 reached their 100 milestone, and 13 people reached their 250 milestone. 11 people called bingo. Samantha Wem was quickest with 168 events, while Jim Butler was slowest on 324 events. There were seven new states people this week. In the ACT, Brian Seneca, Robert Clark, Stefan Brindle and Marcus Kershaw became Territorians. 
In South Australia, we had Tracy McCall, Jackie O'Brien, and Jane Luke. In the top 20 most events list, Neil Scott moves up one to be equal 19th after running at Marina. Kathleen Wallington and Aaron Hardy drop one on account of being stranded in New South Wales without park runs. On the overall biggest mover chart, Nadine Crawford was at the top of the rankings, moving up 10 to 240 after running at Tuggeranong. Craig White was the biggest mover on the Wilson Index, jumping up 8 from 14 to 22. There was a fair amount of chat on the socials last week of the impending ACT return and the potential swamping impact New South Wales tourists would have on local event numbers. I can't see why. I mean, some people might have a crack at me for being beige, but crikey, Canberra's the most dull city in Australia. It's not all grey, though. Some of it is off-grey. There's a bit of moonlight grey, dove grey, shadow grey, slate grey, a veritable rainbow of grey. Yes, parkrun or no parkrun, I can't see people trudging the hume. But I digress. Let's have a look at the numbers. On the 19th of June, 1,124 people run across the seven events. Of these, 948 were ACT runners and 45, or 4%, were from New South Wales, the rest being from random states and a couple of internationals. This weekend, perhaps because of the drizzly weather, only 612 runners took part. 489 were from the ACT, 56 or 9% were from New South Wales. On the face of it, it looks like there was a 5% jump in tourism from the Blues. However, all is not what it seems. There wasn't so much a jump in tourists, but a slump in locals. See, they preferred to stay in bed, peeping out from under their grey dunas at the grey skies. If you want to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats and these ACT stats, Download from the blog at www.theinformant.me or just look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thank you to our informant, uh, Mel. I never know quite what to expect. Um, <laughs> so um, another insightful one, <laughs> let's just say. Absolutely. Moving along. Um our Adventurous Club, what's what's happening? Our Adventurous Club, Ollie, we are up to 61 members. We are up to from last week. Mm. We had 32 members on the Consolidated Club Report. That's 13 more. Wow. This included Seaford Beach, Crystal Palace and Beacon Park Run in the UK, Ibotzi and Matt Lazana Bird in South Africa, and apologies if I've pronounced that wrong, and five adventurers who were at Tuggeranong on the weekend. We also had 29 knotties last week, which was up to from the previous week. Go team. I know. That's uh, not too shabby. Uh, so well done, everyone. And our not park run results, Ollie, mm-hmm. Kunwara, Topped the charts this week with 39, then Wyndham Vale coming in second on 34 and Campbelltown rounding out the top three with 30. Jumping, skipping. Long jump. (laughs) That, exactly. (laughs) Shell Harbour, 12. But, hey. Yeah. Hey, team, Tallin Creek, 13 this week. Jeez, the cheek. Thank you to all the adventurers. <laughs> the cheek of the creek. 
<laughs> the creek. Thank you to all the adventurers that came to the creek and got the numbers up, which is pretty much wasn't a PB for Tool and Creek Noddies, but mm-hmm. probably a close second, I would say. Interesting to note, I don't actually think there was any Tool and Creek locals apart from myself. <laughs> they were all adventurers. So that's pretty good. Warms the heart, doesn't it? Oh, I'm so proud. Thank you to everybody <laughs> for sharing the love with Tool and Creek this week. The Creek, how did we go in New Zealand, Ollie? Well, yes. So uh, thank you to Alison for our New Zealand stats once again. In New Zealand, top of the pops, Whangarei once again, 49. So magnificent effort once again there. Just inching out. Uh, so one adventurer, had they chosen differently perhaps, uh, <laughs> Hamilton Lake on 48 could have swung things the other way. And then coming in third, Anderson on 36. So once again, very strong numbers from our Kiwis. Yes. And if you compiled them with Australia, the Kiwis would have came out on top. They would have swept the what do you, what's that term? The board? Clean sweep. Clean sweep? Well, mm-hmm. yes. Well, apart from Coonwara. Oh, yeah, true. Yes. True. Yes. Cooney would have been third. Some consolation um, for the Kiwis after their loss in the T20 uh, Ooh, Cricket World Cup, I, I believe. Did hear that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was Australia's first win, I believe. In that in form. That format. Mm. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Yes. So we had another point of interest this week that was raised by one of our adventurers, Ollie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard this or you are aware of the Parkrun Discussion Group. I've drifted in and out, Mel. I'm currently out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a part of that group, actually, but our friend Janet Reed had the following post, random fact the registration plate on James Bond's Aston Martin in a time to die is a barcode number. Ooh. It belongs to a park runner from Tooting Common Park Run. And Janet shared a photo, which is obviously taken from like a screenshot from the movie of the Aston Martin with the number plate showing A426900. So how's that? What a good pickup, Janet. I'm very impressed. Yes, very sharp. So does that mean James Bond's a park runner? Clearly. That's his alias. Yeah. A tooting common park runner is James Bond. Wow. Do you think, you know, <laughs> I was, I was going to try and make the obvious joke around uh, what position number uh, James Bond might be aiming for, but. Uh... <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit too warm with the dad jokes right now. Not as good as some, I must say, but, uh, yeah, nonetheless. Well, Tooting um, Common is a nice kind of reference for a barcode that's on a car. Mm, yes. Toot, toot. Yes. Or am I getting my Wiggles references, <laughs> Your Wiggles references. crossed over with my 007 references? Quite possibly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure the cars in, in Bond movies generally go toot toot, but, uh, yeah. I wonder if a James Bond's ever done a park run or a wiggle. Or a wiggle. Mm. Mm. Is that a question for our informant? If he's not too busy. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, a busy man or woman. That's right. Oh, well, we'll we'll have to put it on the list. 
and see if uh, the informant or someone else can help us with that one. Mm. What else is news, Mel? Anything else on the horizon for you? I think a couple of weeks just being at home. Zoe's got some appointments on Saturdays going forward. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to have the opportunity to travel very far. I I don't even know what my ability to catch up with local friends will be. I think it's pretty close to home for me, Ollie, for the next couple of weeks. What about you? Safe to say, very likely (laughs) the same. (laughs) We'll see. Never rule out a spur-of-the-moment decision, but uh, right now it seems like Christmas is upon us and it's not too far for our local park run to uh, to hopefully get back underway when New South Wales resumes. So, yeah, all eyes on that. In the meantime, I will keep looking forward to seeing everyone else's experiences and take a bit of motivation to keep me, uh, keep me honest with my running. Excellent, yes. But... Hmm. Am I signing off? (laughs) I think so. Okay. (laughs) As always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. trampoline place. It was so great. We jumped a lot and I did a cannon bomb into the foam pit. Bye everyone. Stay safe.